Hello, everybody. Welcome to Melly Watches. I'm Kelsey Davis. And I'm Melody Hepper. We're your hostesses with the mostesses. So we're just going with it. We're doing it. Okay. It's happened. I get it. This week, Melly watched Back Home. This movie came out in 1989. It does not have a Rotten Tomatoes score. So that's a hot take in itself. It is a hot take. Um, This doesn't have an IMDb or a Rotten Tomatoes score because I think it was a it was a TV movie. Yeah, it was like made for Disney Channel or something and recorded onto a VHS uh, (laughs) for me and Kale. Yes. And then after we watched that movie, we had a special little bonus of My Girl 2. My Girl 2. My Girl 2. So... From TBS, the Superstation. <laughs> and then, and it, yeah, they only refer to it as Superstation. Station. Yeah. And other similar hot take, the Charmin commercial from 1990, mm-hmm. still the same as today. Basically just, just the drawn bears. Just better. It's just clearer and just right. better graphics. So those are my takes from 1990. All right. So this movie has no score. So since we have not encountered this before, you know, being our second episode and all, we haven't. Yeah, number two. Two, yeah. two. <laughs> we haven't uh, made any rules for when Kelsey picks a terrible movie. It's not terrible. Mm. We'll get to it. <laughs> so I said Kelsey has 97 words to review this movie because that's my favorite fictional number. It's a real number, but if I had to be like, oh, it was 97 times or she said that 97 ways. 97 97 degrees outside. Yeah, 97 is always my my number. Your go-to so number. That's what I gave her. So moving forward, though, we are going to take it to the crowd and see what you guys believe the punishment to be. Because I do consider it a punishment. Because if it's not on Rotten Tomatoes, then this movie barely exists. So I could have. So in all honesty, I could have gotten an account on Rotten Tomatoes and reviewed it. That's shady. It would have been shady. Yeah. But I, I could have done it. <laughs> We're not doing that. All right, so I gave her 97 words. So without further ado, Kelsey, give us your back home summary. Haley Mills, 13-year-old daughter, returns to England after being evacuated to the U.S. during World War II. Virginia has picked up American ways, so she goes to a British boarding school where all the girls hate her. She finds a bombed-out house in the woods and hides out there. Soldier Dad comes home and is changed. Virginia's little brother struggles to bond with Sis and Dad because he doesn't remember them. <laughs> 75 words. Yeah, the voice is just... It wasn't as good this time. I know. You'll work on your NPR voice. So I did take radio speaking in, <laughs> in high school. All right. My, just a little bit. My reactions to this film. So I have a lot of scribble notes, and I I have to confess something before we even really get started. After a while, you totally stopped watching it? Uh, I checked in and out throughout Mm. it, I won't lie. But that's not my confession. So you've talked about Haley Mills probably our entire relationship. Because she's the tit. Okay. So when this movie starts, Mm -hmm. and when I was like, ah, it's Miss Bliss. (laughs) So I didn't know... That was Haley Mills. Yeah. Haley Mills is Miss Bliss. Yeah. So like Saved I, by the Bell fame. I've never known exactly who Haley Mills was. In my mind, I thought she was Paul McCartney's wife. That is Linda. Isn't there another Haley Mills that was married to Paul McCartney or something? Parking lot. Our first parking lot. Write that down. <laughs> uh, okay. Paul McCartney's wives. Plural, right? He's had a few. 
I think three. All right. Well, okay. So there was some sort of Mills. Heather? Heather Mills? Heather Mills is a name. All right. We'll, we'll put it in the part. We'll get down. back to it. Write Heather Mills down. So that's my confession. I didn't really know who Haley Mills was. <laughs> okay. So this movie is set We in- would talk about Parent Trap. Babe, my only parent trap reference is Lilo. You know it's Lindsay Lowen. <laughs> Come on. Lowen? Lowan. Lowen. Lowen? <laughs> Granny <Lindsay> Lowen. Lowen. <laughs> so, Shout out to Granny Lowhander. <laughs> Lowhander. Our number one fan of the podcast. So, okay. Oh, tied with Jess Caves. Right. Okay. So, Should I use the full name? Uh, I've done it. Sorry, Jess. Okay. So this is this movie set in 1945. Miss Bliss, Haley Mills. Holy shit. <laughs> it all came together for me. <laughs> That's yeah. So, the, Haley Mills sends her daughter to America mm-hmm. to live with an American family mm-hmm. because a war's going on. Yes. Was this actually common yeah. practice back Super in the day? Super common. Super so, common. So, how do you how do you get placed with a family? I don't know. Was there like I'm, a I'm program? The war service did it parking lot that. But I'll tell you what I know. Um, so many movies that involve World War II have children going places. We watched that, uh, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Society, Society so, book so movie. So you watched that movie. Oh, God. You weren't didn't pay attention to that either? No. This is why you don't know anything. It's because you don't pay attention to shit. Cell phones were created. Huh. So in that, the kids were evacuated. And then in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which is on the list... The kids were evacuated, and that's how they found the wardrobe. Um, so, yeah, from what I understand, that's a regular thing. But maybe it's like quicksand, and all the movies of my childhood have been lying to me this whole time. And actually, quicksand isn't a thing people are going to see all the time. Although, my coworker James did encounter kind of a mud pit that was like quicksand, and he he's fine now. But super great sketchy for a minute. Okay. Went so, off the rails. Yeah, I just let you go because you were just blacked out. So, I I can't imagine just sending my kid away to protect them. But and then my immediate point out afterwards was, okay, so how old is uh, what's her face, Charlie? No, 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 the girl. So the girl is named Virginia, yeah, but yeah, while rusty, she's in rusty. the United States, she's given the nickname Rusty because she has flaming red hair. Right. So Rusty has to go away, but then they have that asshole kid Charlie. Charlie. Who's presumably, what, five? Yeah, he's five. So. What had happened? Why, why is he allowed to exist there? Like, why wasn't he shipped off? Why was she shipped off, but he wasn't? He was created right before the dad went off the war. Mm -hmm. My guess is that either there was an age minimum to evacuate children. Write that down. Yeah. Or that there was a, um. Once it hit a certain point in the war, a.k.a. when Charlie would have been old enough to be shipped off, that all ships, planes, whatever, were concentrated on the actual war effort. Interesting. Or they didn't want those ships and planes to be targeted by the baddies. Right. Well, so that was an interesting take to me. So we'll look that up to see if that was a thing. So there's a point in there where... Rusty comes back and uh, Haley Mills is clearly stressed out and she lights up a cigarette mm-hmm. and I could feel 
that inhale go <laughs> into my lungs. And I was like, fuck you guys. Smoking really was cool. Okay. Like it looked cool. She looked cool. I missed smoking at that very moment. I talk about missing smoking all the time, but it did. I was like, man, you know that when you're just so stressed and you take that like long puff and it goes into your lungs, you can just, you can just feel it, man. You can just feel it. You feel the serenity. <laughs> serenity now. <laughs> so I actually wrote down Smoking does look cool, you guys. <laughs> like that's my cool. actual note. It's bad, okay? No one should smoke. Bad. I it's want to be gross. super clear about it. It's disgusting. Everyone smells when they do it. But my and you lose your sense of smell. God, and your voice gets lower. I miss it every day. All right, so I've already talked about that. So I was looking back through my notes before we got started, and I have written down twice about how big of a bitch Grandma is. Oh, Grandma's a total bitch. I have on the first page, Grandma's a real peach. And then on the second page, Granny is a straight up bitch. Damn. <laughs> so we'll get to her being we an asshole later. We haven't even we don't see her until like halfway through the movie. Right. What's so Charlie goes bless. Rusty. Rusty goes off to school. This boarding school. A boarding school. school. Yeah, of all, all girls. girls. And the second she gets into that school, I wrote wait, is this Hogwarts? Because this is seriously the same shit. They had trunks that they had to put their things in. They had a great hall where they were all located. They get placed into a bunk that had, you know, a room that has, you know, four or five girls sleeping in it. Like, basically, where was her Ron Weasley? Oh, the girl who was like, hey, it's cool. Your bunk's over here. Mm. Okay, so that's her mini Ron. Then the girl starts being mean to her, and I'm like, oh. Draco. Yeah, weird. But also, Regina George, we've got, like, a Mean Girls mixed in. We've got, yeah. like, Mean Girls meets Hogwarts, which, holy shit, best movie ever. <laughs> so if anyone... Lilo! <laughs> if, if anyone worth the shit can put that movie together, let us know. Kelsey and I will write the screenplay There's a lot it. of memes that are mixtures of the two. I mean, they're perfect. So I think the thing with that is that that is just general... British boarding schools. Yeah, which I like guess with why would prefects. Be, like when sure. all of America was like, wait, prefects are real? So I knew <laughs> that already. That wasn't like a surprise to me that you prefects knew. weren't that were prefects were a thing. I already knew that. Before we watched this movie. Right. But when no, did you come to Harry, know it? Like when they talked about it in Harry Potter, it wasn't a weird thing to me that prefects existed. I swear I'd heard that in life before. Well, I thought it was just part of the creation of the world of the harry potter world of the harry potter world right why yeah. i didn't in my harry potter reading brain hearken back to watching back home as a child <laughs> i don't and know. remember that bitchy curly haired chick that was just screaming order marks at right oh yeah and then the, then the mean ass teacher oh yeah clearly the latin teacher yeah who was just so awful to her every time she existed yeah so pick whatever mean teacher from hogwarts she wanted to be she's very snapey she is very snappy. It reminded me of a potions class or dark mm. defense of the dark arts. That makes sense because Latin. Right. See, this is basically maybe, you know what, J.K. Rowling, if you ever, and by God, if you hear this podcast, please tell us, if you drew similarities. She's kind of canceled right now. We'll get to that later. If you get to this and you can tell me that you drew that some similarities from Hogwarts creation from the 1989 Disney made-for-TV movie Back Home, please let me know that I'm right. Here's I just need to know. Here's the thing. Um, she pulled from a lot of things. There's obvious uh, material sourcing from Lord of the Rings, 
from The Worst Witch, one of my favorite movies. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if she did see Back Home. Maybe. Well, JK, if you're listening, let us know. I mean, shitty boarding school teachers is kind of a trope. So right. it's not. The other big thing, whenever she was outside talking to the boy, mm-hmm. and then it was they like blacked out and mm-hmm. were like, you're the worst. How could you have done this? She essentially got a howler. <laughs> like, so what had happened was they went in their little Madeline lines to town to, I guess, go to the store and just see the town or whatever, go for a walk. And they came across some boy Madeline lines from the boys' school. And <laughs> sorry, Mel's being funny. Uh, and some of the boys were razzing each other, and they called the other one a yank, which led Rusty to go, oh, my God, another American. And then they bonded for a little minute, and then she got in hella fucking trouble. The teacher just, like, shook the shit out of her. And then the Latin teacher, who I guess is the headmistress of the school, like, had the entire school in a big assembly and just, like, shamed her in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah, she got a howler in front yeah, of everyone. She did get a howler. And then Gryffindor lost two points. <laughs> But for real, I don't though, think Rusty would be Gryffindor. She was dressed in Gryffindor colors. She was dressed in maroon and yellow. I wrote that down too. That's fine. I gotta, I gotta check my notes because I'm pretty sure she I wrote. She was wearing red and yellow because yeah, they so, asked her why. So she many wears... marks for Rusty. Gryffindor mustn't have any points by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious. I guess you know I am. What next? All right, so she's having a terrible time at school. She finds this bombed out shelter. She starts taking the guy there, the other American she kid meets there. She the Yankee kid. Yeah. So Lance. they can have their, you know, bonding over missing America and mm-hmm. missing their American families and just mm-hmm. not feeling connected to anything right. back home. <laughs> I, did, I did your favorite thing. See, that's the fun part is right. that like, this is back. They are back home, but they wish they were back in the home that they knew. It's a thing. Yeah. Layers. There is a point where Miss Bliss is having a bit of a flashback because Charlie, the little boy, keeps bringing up, like, she talks like Mitch. And you hear about this guy named Mitch a lot. And this flashback happens. And so picture picture Haley Mills on a grainy VHS screen <laughs> taking a deep, long, beautiful drag of a cigarette and talking about this guy named Mitch. He was, he, what he was, was an he American a, GI. Yeah. The t- she met him at like a, it wasn't like a VFW hall or whatever, but it was like a USO type place right. where she worked. Right. And he asked her to dance and they danced and they hung out a little bit. And her explanation was that in war times, when you miss your family, you create a family. Yeah. Continue. Okay. So the flashback's happening. Long, satisfying drag of a cigarette oh is my happening. God. <laughs> And in this flashback, we see Mitch leaving and the family's very sad and he kisses Charlie on the head and him and Miss Bliss have this like long knowing stare of sadness and then he drives away. Because it's the last time they'll ever see each other. And I'm like, hold up. Did Miss Bliss step out on dad? And Kelsey goes, we'll have to wait to discuss at the podcast. Mm-hmm. So are they implying that she stepped out? No. How could she? There was an emotional affair for sure then. Absolutely. They loved each other as two human beings who share a lot of time and care about each other's safety and 
joy or whatever. Yeah. But they didn't, they didn't bone. And later on in the movie, Rusty calls her mom out. She gets all pissed off at her mom because her dad's being a dick. He's the worst. He is the worst. But also hashtag PTSD. He was having some issues I get, that were going unaddressed. Yeah, sure. Um, but still. he. So she calls him, her out and is like, why'd you even have to deal with Mitch? Like, you could have just did what you were supposed to do. And Haley Mills... Had to, you know, break her off and be like, listen, lady, I didn't do anything wrong. And I don't have to excuse myself to you. Right. You weren't there. Backing up a little bit to this abandoned house that they're (laughs) fixing up together. It seems as if they're at this house in the middle of the night. They are. When does this kid, when do these kids sleep? They're not. That's why Lance said... At one point, he said, I can't come as much because I'm on the rugger rugger team. Right. Which I guess is soccer. Oh. Right that Parking down. lot, yeah. Rugger. Soccer, rugby, which one? Some other thing. Um, so he's at the, he says he can't come as much because of having to go to practice and being really tired and all that other stuff, and she gets upset. Hmm. Okay. That was just like a random thought that I had going back through my notes. But, so touching base on the dad just having a hard time. He was having There's, a hard time. Yeah. And it happens to everybody when they come back from war and it's a tragedy that we don't take care of our veterans better, but mm. we could go on and on about that. There's this particular scene where dad is in his study writing correspondence. As and, you do. As one does. I'm going to catch up and, on my correspondence. And, and Rusty comes in and he's like, yo dude, like I, I said I wanted Maybe. to do like I want to do this stuff, right. and she's like, "But I'm just an asshole kid, and I wanted to come interrupt you anyway. I'm just gonna and come and be in here with you. Don't worry about it." She keeps pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, and of course, the dad snaps and she gets upset. It was like, "I just wanted to spend time with you." No, she said, "I thought he said something about the war," and she said, "I thought the war was over." But I guess you're still there. Oh, he said like he said that. that's an order. Oh, yeah, that's an order to get out. And she was like, I thought the war was over, but clearly you're still a soldier. Yeah, some something, something like, like that. that. But she's old enough to understand social cues, and like he is very clearly distraught. He doesn't want her he in is there. Saying, I need some me time. His first sentence to her in that scene is, "I told you I was not to be disturbed." Right. So like, get out. Listen right. to your dad, she, even if he is a bit of an asshole. I mean, you know, she's 13. Like 13 year olds are dicks. Also, like, she's, you know, trying really hard to fit in to this family again that sh- that's been torn into three pieces, you know, the dad piece, the her piece, and then mm-hmm. the people that stayed behind, Haley Mills and Shitbag Charlie. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to reconnect with all of these people, and she's trying to bring the family back together. Right. And it's not coming back the way that she thought it would. It's not coming back the way anyone thought it would because – you know, at the dinner table at one point, the dad was like, oh, you started smoking and you're the different person now and blah, blah, blah to the to Haley Mills. And Haley Mills is like, I'm much more, you know, competent and capable than I was five years ago because I had to be, you know, I know how right. to do things now. I can take care of stuff. Right. And that's a perfect segue into my next point of the kind of make or break moment in the movie where the car breaks down mm-hmm. and the dad keeps trying to fix it. Yeah. And... Haley Mills is like, hey, uh, I actually know how to do that. I I'm did a, this I'm with a mechanic. The war, right? Yeah, like that was my wartime lady job was mm-hmm. being a mechanic, and he begrudgingly lets her do it. 
and she gets the car fixed. And it's that pivotal moment in the movie it, w- within the family where it was like, you know what? I think we need to call a spade a spade here. And right. we're just, this isn't going to work anymore. Right. And there is that further on where Haley Mills finally does do that. And she's just like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. This isn't working. Well, you I'm know what go makes find- that happen? What? Is that Rusty runs away. Yeah, yeah. I said... Uh, so glad Miss Bliss told off Roger and found Rusty. Mm-hmm. Rusty ran off, went to the house, mm-hmm. and then they found her, whatever. And it all ended up working out. But I was happy to see a female step up. Like, cause, I mean, we're talking 1990. This isn't what it is now. Where and it's women set can in 1945. I like how our voice was. So it starts at v- on VE Day. That's yeah, the first scene. And then we get through VJ Day, and then the soldiers are coming home. So it's... Yeah. So the short story is she was hashtag empowered mm-hmm. and got it done and was like, we can we can live life with just the three of us and we're going to be OK. And maybe Mitch will come back. Well, she'd inherited that <laughs> that house <laughs> right. from her friend. Yeah. And that's what they were talking about at the dinner table where she says, I'm much more competent because he's like, you can't possibly manage a house on your own. And she's like, actually, motherfucker, I can. It turns out I can. All right. What's next? Would this movie work in 20? Well, that's the cap. So that's my that's my hot take. Nothing too crazy about this movie. It wasn't like Peach Dragon where I was like, you guys, what is happening? This was a basic kind of, this was a perfect made for TV movie. Like this could be on Lifetime during Christmas time. Oh, God. I like, I cannot Christmas wait for Lifetime Christmas movies. Hallmark Christmas movies. Right. Netflix would this movie, Christmas Would this movies? movie work in 2019? It might actually. I think it would. I think you could you could modernize it a bit and and say maybe you sent your kid off to maybe like somewhere else in the United States. I don't think you could do like a different country. Like if mm-hmm. it was a war in the U.S., there's no overt like racism or grossness that happens because it's a. You there's know, a little bit of child abuse. Yeah. By the dad. Right. But it doesn't actually happen. Right. Again, you Virginia could, saves him. Right. Again, you could tone it down and make it. Totally. I think this would work. I'll give it a yes. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. All right. Rating. Watches. What you got, Mel? All right. At the beginning of this at the beginning of this podcast, I'm like one all the way. I'm not watching this thing again. But you don't now have to. for sure. Well, I won't because we don't have a VHS player <laughs> and it's your mom's movie that your grandpa recorded. So, looking back on it, uh, giving the recap I think I'm going to go two and a half watches. Wow. Because the overarching theme is there. It's a girl trying to make her family work. And if anybody can relate to like, hey, I want my family to be good and work out. I mean, it's us. Mm. Like anybody whose parents have been divorced and have gone through things and you think you're the strong kid, you can pull it together. That's exactly what Rusty's doing here. pluck and some unnecessary interrupting of people trying to do shit. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going 2.5. What's your reaction, Davis? Four. I knew it. I knew you were going four just because I'm going to say the nostalgia from your grandpa recording it. What, I don't The care. fact I that mean, we had to watch it on VHS. <laughs> and you reference this movie, again, a lot. So I'm surprised you didn't give it a one like you did Pete's Dragon. But I love this movie. I rewatched it, and it held up for me. I'll take it. All right. The Juggernaut parking lot. So we've got... Paul McCartney, you guys are going to be in live us looking this stuff up. So we've only got about six more minutes anyway. So we're going to have to be fast about it. You, I'm looking up Heather Mills. The question being, was Heather Mills married to Paul McCartney? 
And yes, yes. Okay, she was married to Paul so it McCartney. Is Heather Mills. So Heather Mills. So that's why I was getting confused because Haley Mills, Heather Mills. Yes, she was married to Paul McCartney from 2002 to 2008. Boom, nailed it. That's that thing. What are you looking up? The evacuation of families. So the first evacuation, the first official evacuations began September 1st, 1939, two days before the declaration of war. Um, By January 1940, almost 60% had returned to their homes. Huh. So for four months, three months, one, two, three, four-ish months, um, a second evacuation effort was started from the after the Germans had taken over most of France, ah, from June 13th to June 18th in 1940, this is the one, around 100,000 children were Holy evacuated, cow. in many cases re-evacuated. Yeah. When the Blitz, so that was only five days, so that's why Charlie didn't go. Right. Because Charlie didn't exist then. He was right. probably cooking. Ew. Um, by the end of 1941, city centers, especially London, became sa- safer after the, the Blitz all right, ended. I'm over this. So the short story is... That's why. It was shorter. Okay. Finally, Rugger is... What rug- is Rugger? Rugby. No shit. Yeah. All right. We did it. We got through everything. We have a couple minutes to spare. This is where we plug. You know what? I'm going to plug my buddy Cam and Kirk's podcast, Popcorn for Breakfast. If All you right. like if you like listening to us talk about movies, you'll like listening to Cam and Kirk talk about them. Cam knows everything in the history of the world about movies. Him and Kelsey could battle Royale. She's giving me the eye down right now. But Cam knows a ton about movies, and he's very entertaining to listen to. Kirk equally so. So give my buddies Cam and Kirk a, a listen on Popcorn for Breakfast. They're on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the things pop for, popcorn for breakfast. Kelsey's also on a podcast. Hello Ugly's podcast. It is a fan recap podcast of the uh, competition show Dragula. So Dragula is a horror slash filthy drag queen uh, competition show similar to uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, except they haven't sold out and they allow people of all gender expressions to participate in Ooh, their... Hot take, hot take, <laughs> coming at you. So yeah, to participate in the in the thing. It's done by the Boulay brothers and we recap it and sometimes we get the actual queens to be interviewed and sometimes we get to go see the queens. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Great. Where do you follow that? Hello Uglies Pod on... Twitter, <laughs> Hello Ugly's podcast on Facebook, and you can find it on Spotify and iTunes and where all where all your favorite podcasts are sold. Right. There's your NPR voice. Thank you. And finally, you have us. Us. Melly Watches. You can follow us on Facebook, Melly Watches Pod. <laughs> Why can't I ever remember our stuff? We, we should just make a down. list. I know. You're, We're this the is amateur hour. Every time. But it is kind of, it's amateur half hour. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So Melly watches on Facebook, on Instagram. No, sorry, we're not on Instagram. Twitter, you guys. Facebook, you, you Twitter, know where we're at. There's anchor. the the ten, all ten of you, all ten fans. You know where to find us. You're already following us. We'll we'll get better at this. Thanks for I thanks hope. for sticking it out Jesus. with us. All right, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for which one Wednesday where yeah. we'll put the next poll up for you guys to choose. We'll we'll hit a little bit more popular movie this time since this one was pretty obscure. Uh, to get your 
your votes. votes and for me to give my hot takes. Right. And uh, make sure to let us know what you think the punishment should be right. for me making Melly watch a movie that doesn't even have a Rotten Tomatoes score. Right. We'll, we'll put it on the social. So follow us, Melly Watches Pod on Facebook, Twitter. You know the deal. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.